They're not showing a picture of her. Yeah, I'm gonna just send it, put it in the chat. Oh, look at this! This she looks like a extremely it. broke Uma Thurman. This nigga said a broke Uma Thurman. <laughs> this is a new motherfucking intro. Cause someone don't want their voice on the show. So now we have a new motherfucking intro. So sit back and enjoy the fucking show. Welcome to Decoding 40. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you heard that magnificent intro, so you know what time it is. It is time for the loveliest, liveliest, funniest hour and some change in a podcast format that you can ever get yourself entangled with. This is Decoding 40. I am your humble host today, your boy L.O.Dot, and I am joined by two of the loveliest gentlemen on the planet, who happen to have microphones in front of them. Yo, what's up? It's your boy Vin in the building. It's hotter than Hades. Hope you're staying cool out there in this New York City streets. This is Alaric. Welcome, gentlemen. So, as we do every week, we handle a little bit of housekeeping that we have to manage. If you want to give us a call or a text, it's 619-940-4040. If you want to buy some merch, it's decoding40pod.com. If you want to catch all the craziness that's happening on any of our social media platforms, it's Decoding 40. And that's right. We are now on Spill. So uh, hit us up if you're on Spill. If you need an, an invite, hit us up. I think we have a few left. What, so, are we on thread? I'm threads. on thread. I didn't even bother to put the Decoding 40 on threads. I don't even like threads. I'm going to be honest with you. Okay. I haven't, I haven't checked it out. It's, it's a Zuckerberg thing, right? Oh, you mean is a platform Zuckerberg yeah, or yeah. Is, is I thought you were saying the reason I don't like it is because of Zuckerberg. Yeah, it's it's uh, supposed to be the competitor to Twitter, but uh, it just seems like another avenue to IG. And I'm like, why am I over here? I don't want to join another social right. media. Network <laughs> right. Like, yeah. like, that's what I am. Like, I'm not I've in the market out. for another social media platform. Yeah. I've aged out. I'm like Twitter, I'm not, Facebook, I'm, Instagram. LinkedIn, Facebook, or if I didn't say that. Book. I mean, all of it. Now you got spill, threads, like, come on. I haven't even really engaged with TikTok like that. I did. And then I took it off my to. uh, to. phone. It, it, it's too much. It's First of all, TikTok will have you there stuck for five hours. Yeah. And you'll be like, where did they go? Mm-hmm. I can't allow that type of fuckery in my life. So uh, now that that's done, gentlemen, uh, who would like to start to check in? So like I said earlier, it's hot. I haven't been out the house just because I'm dealing with this uh, broke foot thing. Today, I actually went to the doctor today to have my foot looked at. And I was hoping and praying that my Wolverine skills and body had healed itself. And uh, the guy would come back after the x-ray and be like, the animanium works. We can take it off right now. You can walk as normal. Unfortunately, that wasn't the case. And even though I don't feel any pain or discomfort at this point, the x-rays I'm sure showed differently. He's, I mean, he did say I was healing like more than any other human he's ever seen. However, it just wasn't fast enough. So I still have to win this fucking cast. <laughs> more than any human being he's right. ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. He said, he says, I don't You've know what you. the best bones. Yeah. You know, a yes, lot of people are ever. saying, a lot of people are saying your bones are the best. And the huge, you know, I've been listening huge to bones. them, huge bones. They're the best bones. They say my bones are like dinosaurs. So unfortunately, I do have to wear this cast for another four weeks. How many but total is that? It's going to be eight to nine weeks that I'll have this fucking cast on. Well, no, so not, not eight PA to nine weeks. Right. No, no, not actually not nine weeks. It, more like eight weeks with the actual cast on. But I just have to I have to deal with it. You know what I mean? Um but I went outside, man, and as soon as I stepped outside and got into my all-black vehicle, it must have been 7,000 degrees. The sun was actually riding shotgun in my car with me and was like, put on the AC, nigga, it's hot. Like, don't That's my son AC. voice. Don't even put on the AC. Don't even put on the AC. It don't make no difference, nigga, it's hot. Very hot right now in the NYC area. Um, summer is here. And I've just been, you know, pretty much in the house. So... My sister-in-law, she came by the other day and brought a dog with her. This little pup named Jackson, um, the cutest, cutest pup ever. 
And the dog wasn't doing too well. The dog was kind of sick or whatever. And she brought it by the house and she's like, can you guys take care of it for me and nurse it back to health? And then it was kind of turning into, well, you guys can have the dog. And I didn't object at first. Dr. Doolittle? Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't object. Matter of fact, not at first. I didn't object at all. I was like, well, let's just see what the dog's like. She brings the dog here. The dog was a little sick. So me and my wife were like, all right, you know, not that we're fucking vets or know what to do, but was like, well, we'll, we'll be able to take care because my sister-in-law works during the day. So she's not able to have to give the dog the care it needs to nurse it back to health. This was on Thursday evening. So we start, you know, doing what we do. We feed the dog, you know, we're giving it water. Unfortunately, the little pup didn't make it. Did and anybody take it to the vet? Th- that's, that was the first stop before she brought it to us. She oh. took it to the vet. The, de- the vet had given her, you know, given the dog an IV and all these other things. She got a huge bill and she brought the dog over and we were trying to take care of the dog. I'm going to tell you right now, I've become a dog person. I fell in love with this little dog. It was the cutest little dog ever. And unfortunately, you know, it didn't make it. It was only nine weeks old. It was it was about two pounds. It was a little, little dog. And we were trying to nurse it back to health. And unfortunately, like I said, it didn't make it. So shout out to Puppy Jackson. I got a little broken up over it because the dog started having seizures. And it was very, very violent looking. It just It was horrible to see. And while I was away at the doctor today, my wife texted me and said that the dog had passed. And it, it was really, you know, it was something to deal with. It was fighting, but unfortunately, it had a, a host of health issues that we weren't really probably aware of. Even the vet was aware of because, the, you know, the vet, uh, the vets are like doctors. You go in there and you say, I got a pain and they they try to diagnose it, but without proper testing or the, the really knowledge of what's going on, you can get misdiagnosed and have to come back three or four times before they kind of put the, you know, the hammer to the nail and find out what it is. So unfortunately, the pup didn't make it in. You know, we were a little broken up in the house today, um, got our favorite foods for everybody. And we, we, you know, glasses up, you know, what I'm saying to the pup. And it was the only it was a male dog. So I was like happy. I was like, oh, now I got it. There's, an, there's another there's more male energy in the house. I'm the only man in the house between the dog, my, my wife, my daughter. Everybody's a female. So it's yeah. like shit. How, how was what was Onyx reaction to you bringing another dog in? Onyx was cool with it. Onyx was like, fuck, I got a playmate now. Shit, I can play with it. And, and was playing with the dog. Like the first two days, the dog was like running around a little bit and like. Initially, when she brought the dog to us, the dog was like really weak. We started feeding the dog. The dog made a turnaround. The next day, he was yelping and hopping around and running, running and chasing Onyx and, uh, you know, having a good time. And we were all having a good time with the dog. And then the dog had some food, took a nap and laid down and then had this seizure. And we thought the dog was just having like, you know, one of them dog dreams where the, the feet move and the dog starts barking, whatever. But no, the dog was having a seizure. And then from that point on, it was downhill. And, and the poor pup, you know, fought hard and we did everything we could to bring, you know, to make sure the pup would live. But unfortunately, little Jackson didn't make it. You know, I'm sorry. Um, did you volunteer to go first for your check in? Yes, you did. Yeah, we are starting on an amazing level right now. It's like, jeez. Hey, man, this is what's happening in my life. My life, listen, my life is not fucking roses right now. My life is fucked. My foot, I got this foot in the cast. <laughs> I, I need a right. fucking job. I need money. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to start selling crack. And on top crack. of that, the dog died. Like, and geez. on top of that, the little puppy Don't start selling crack. There's no money in the crack. <laughs> There's no money in the crack game. I got to sell some. What, what's the designer drug out here, kids? Fentanyl. Get, get in the fentanyl business. <laughs> got that fentanyl oh for you, nigga. Um, God. But um, some better news or some Thank happier you. news. Right after the right after the uh, murder, death, kill, I, I have been getting some... I haven't been getting any job offers. I've been getting a lot of uh, employment agencies trying to give me jobs or get me on their roster so i can take it as being positive in that well my resume or obviously is better than i thought it would be and at least at the very least they're contacting me right now so it's a matter of time before i start getting some yeses instead of no's no that's a great idea you know experience multiple in multiple facets and you get money yeah so you know I'm, i'm gonna probably try to do that but i'm I'm kind of like in a you know rocking a hard place because of this foot so I'm, I, I wanted this foot to get better so i can be able to move and you know go do these jobs because i i just see myself walking into a job for interviewing and be like oh no we're not hiring this broke foot nigga what are we gonna tell them i'm <laughs> telling you go in no. there 
I don't think to worry about that. I walk. Yeah. The I walk free. What is that? One. Yeah, really. That's what the conversation is going to be. And two. What the fuck is that? And learn that how you to appear when I walk. Can <laughs> you spin that on that still thing? show up, even though you are infirmed. Yeah. Disabled. Stop. So, you know what's going to happen now? They they see me. They hire me like this guy's going to be great. And then when I start calling out sick, he'd be like, he came in a job with an eye walk. He must be fucking gunshot victim right now. You know, yeah. Perez doesn't call out. Exactly. Meanwhile, I'm sipping. But no, I think that's a good. And actually, your interview is most likely going to be online. So, yeah, don't even, yeah, don't yeah more than likely. But, you know, I, I've been, you know, on the IT side, I've been working hard. Uh, you know, I just finished doing some Microsoft certifications. And then this week I have a whole host of, you know, ticketing systems that I got to learn. So I am getting a well-rounded education. Like I thought it was going to stop at the uh, Google IT certification, but it hasn't. It's it's continuing right now and uh, a little behind on my work. But, you know, I'll catch up with it. But uh, I'm trying to think other than that, that's my check in. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> no, serious. That's horrible. I hope everyone um, respectfully mourns uh, the loss. And um, the good thing is, all dogs do go to heaven. So, yeah, I hope that's Jackson's true. It's probably is. doing his thing. Merch drop. You are now listening to Decoding Forty. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This has been from Decoding 40, letting you know about Decoding40pod.com. That's right, Decoding40pod.com. That's our new site that got all our merch on it. Decoding40pod.com. Decoding40pod.com. First thing I want to say, so by the time this comes out, my wife will have celebrated her birthday. Her birthday is, we're recording on Monday, and her birthday is this coming Wednesday, but she'll hear this on Friday. So, Happy birthday, baby. Um, Happy birthday, Mrs. Happy Campbell. Happy birthday. So you learned. Yo, we, well, I mean, I usually take notes and have notes for my check-in, but the week that I didn't, I forgot something very, very important because I was like, oh, I got this. I don't have to write it down. And I'm old. I do have to write it down. You know, you forget shit. So she's going to be celebrating her 46th birthday, you know. It's it's so crazy because, we you know, we celebrated our anniversary just a few uh, weeks ago and thinking about where we started, how we got here 10 years later. She's 46. I'm 50. What the fuck? Time just flying by, man. Ooh. So I guess I can let the cat out of the bag because um, she's going to hear this after we've had dinner. There's a, a restaurant. It's called uh, it's in the hotel is Brooklyn One. And it's right on the the, the east. Yeah, it's, it's right by the promenade. Right, exactly. And it has an amazing view of the city. And she's always wanted to stay there at the hotel. And there's a couple of times that we did staycations that I tried to book a room at this place. But it the rooms are really expensive. Mm-hmm. And I would have done it. And, and well, you know, that time we stayed at the Standard, that was pretty expensive. Okay. Um, and it was probably comparable but they didn't have the room that i wanted so mm-hmm. i decided not to do it because like the the less room is not that much cheaper and i'm like i'm not gonna spend that kind of money for like a standard room where you know we gotta sort of shuffle past each other to get to the bathroom fuck that I, you know if i'm gonna spend the money i want <laughs> a nice room like, excuse me pardon me pardon yeah me. right uh yeah. He's like, he's like, I put my arms out and I'm touching walls here. What the fuck is going on? Uh, yeah, yeah. Is this a hotel or a closet? So we're gonna go to dinner. They have a rooftop restaurant and bar at this at this hotel. So we're gonna nice. go to this restaurant and and uh, and have dinner. And the place that she wanted to go, this place, I tried to get reservations, and you got to reserve like a month to six weeks in advance. Wow, Ooh. are you talking about yeah. Tatiana? Sofre is the name of the place. Oh no! Yeah, what did yeah. they serve there? I don't know. Apparently, warm angel tears. I don't know what they serve there, but everybody wants it. turtles feet. Yeah, the but, same so, thing is is going on in uh, Tatiana's in Columbus uh, Square. That's why I thought you were talking about it. Oh, okay. So they release, I think, dates by the month. 
for yeah. like six weeks. And then yeah. if you if you're not there when the dates open, you're not getting a reservation. Yeah, that's but pretty you can walk in. You just will probably be waiting for hours. Yeah. So next week, we're both going to be out of town at the same time. Oh, um, which is going to be. <laughs> yeah, we haven't told the children yet. <laughs> and hopefully they don't listen to the podcast. Uh, at least that <laughs> I've disabled that function on their tablets. <laughs> Don't worry, your, your son's friends will be like, yo, I heard Paris is out of the house. Hey, having a party or what, nigga? <laughs> Say what? Who's bringing, who's bringing the Capri Suns? <laughs> yeah, so um, my wife's going to Barbados um, with her sister, and I'm going to be someplace in Pennsylvania for work. So this is the first time. No, this is actually the second time we've gone away and left them at home this long of a period without both of us but this is the first time we're going to different places so we're, we're going to have them stay at granny's house and uh so i was over there today and my mother-in-law had bought this bunk bed and it's been sitting in her hallway for close to two years it's been sitting in her hallway for close to two years because she bought it and the intention was we'd put it together. The kids would be able to go over there and spend the night. But in the second bedroom, there is already a bed and a mattress that someone was supposed to come get or we were supposed to throw it out or we'd take it apart, blah, blah, blah. And she's supposed to do that. It just never happened. So now we're like, okay, we're leaving. The kids are going to stay with you. Now they can sleep in the bunk beds. Like they're big enough to do that. So I was over there today, sweating in that room, putting it together. But I can't stack them because I, I can't lift one bed on top of the other bed by myself and line up the pegs. So, you know, my normal call, his foot's broken, so he can't help. So I got to wait around for somebody else to be available. I would have came over there and be like, yo, son, let me put on my <laughs> I walk freely. And we can, hang, we can bang this out quickly. <laughs> Look how he does it with his I walk freely. Because the beds are built now. They're built. Yeah. They're ready, just ready to stack them, put the ladder on it. I always wanted a bunk bed when I was a kid. Did you? Yeah. I, I just one. wanted to sleep on the top. I had bunk. a couple. I had a couple. Yeah. Yeah, I had one. It's not always good. Did you have to share a room? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, when before my brother. Before my brother was put into uh, school for autistic children, uh, we had a bunk bed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my brother was severely autistic. So, you know, there was a lot of urination happening. Wow. And I you was, were... I no, I got the top bunk. Okay. It, it only took like one time. I was like, you know what? We got to switch, nigga. Switch the mattress. We got to switch. You have to be on the bottom because I do not want to wake up to showers. So there was that. <laughs> yeah, that that makes yeah, that would that would that that ruined the whole bunk bed thing for me quickly. Um, so yeah, can you, can you put them side by side, or because of the legs, I mean, you could, but it would just make the room very awkward because mm-hmm. that would eat up a lot of space in that room. So then, like passing by to get to the bathroom is just going to be like a really narrow space for mm-hmm. you to walk past, and um. I had to make sure that there was this, there's a, like this huge bookshelf in that room. And I had to make sure that it was bolted to the wall because the first thing I saw was my son climbing like Spider-Man, Spider-Man climbing up this thing and like flipping it over. And, and he probably wouldn't have landed, it probably wouldn't have landed on him, but he probably would have knocked it over onto granny or something. I, I just thought about him jumping off the top bunk. Yeah. Well, what's that shit called? Parkour? What's it, what's it called? Where they, where they jump and flip yeah. over buildings and shit? Yeah, he's been fucking yeah. jumping from the top bunk to the <laughs> top bunk. <laughs> uh, and now he's in show. a camp that they're doing that shit all day. Oh, God. They're fucking, yeah, it's gymnastics and, yeah. Lock the windows. Yeah. So the other day, this is this is my complaint of the evening. I listened to Fresh Air on NPR, and m- most of the times I listen to it, it's Great content, interesting stories. But this particular show, this guy had written a book. Um, his name was, I think it's Calvin Baxter I, I, or Carlton Baxter. I don't remember his name. But he wrote a book about the history of the crack era. And he was talking about how cocaine had become so 
so so had had just infiltrated these neighborhoods, right? And then he started talking about the conspiracies around the government's involvement. And he's basically spewing all the propaganda that the government was putting out there about them not being involved and they and them just being sort of like bystanders as if they just allowed the cartels to bring it in and they weren't participants and they didn't make introductions and they didn't facilitate and make sure that this stuff got to where it was supposed to go and what that did to the community. Now, at the same time, we have to remember there was the ramp up on the war on drugs because of these, what what did they call them? Um, predators. So how is this not a conspiracy? One piece of the government facilitates the import of drugs. You put them in a community that's starved of resources, and all of a sudden there's a way for people to take care of themselves, but at the same time, destroy their own community. And then you make a system of punishment so that you still profit from it on both ends of this spectrum. You can't tell me that's not a conspiracy. And, you know, the shit pissed me off so much. It's like, you know, when you hear something, but you can't scream at the person that's talking, you can't write a letter fast enough. You can't, and you can't write it in the comments. So I thought that this would be my commentary. And if he hears this, I know you're a propaganda tool. And, um, if you want to come you on the show one and date me on it, please do. Well, your book it sucks, and I won't read it. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's more like a well a well laid plan. Well, no, he was. framed it as if it was a conspiracy theory, like as if none of these things have been proven to be true. Whether we're talking about the CIA, what about the whole movie that 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 dude uh, that Tom Cruise played, the dude, the pilot that fucking knew. All these other things. What about Freeway Rick Ross and all these other guys that fucking came out and said they had contacts and they were, you know, like, come on, stop it. And what about the Iran-Contra affair? Like that right he, there he, shows you. He did talk about that. But he said what, what he was saying was that the government only allowed the traffickers to sell, not that the government gave aid to the traffickers in bringing it act into the country. Like, Mm-mm. like they just, you know, turned a blind eye. And it wasn't that they just turned a blind eye. They facilitated. Pablo Escobar couldn't have become that rich and powerful without the facilitation of the government. Because, and and they only, the only reason why they went after him uh, is because he just became a tyrant in the country. And even when they was coming after and trying to extradite the nigga, he had so much money, he was going to be able to pay off the debt of Colombia. You don't get that much cream from selling nickel bags in the park. You know what I'm saying? So miss me with that bullshit. They still finding money in, in, in the land, in the, in the countryside of Colombia in the hundreds of millions of dollars that are rolled into fucking plastic bags and stuff. Come on, stop it. Well, I mean, that's my check-in. I just wanted to say, fuck that guy. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Sorry, my mic was on mute. Fuck that guy. You are now listening to Decoding 40. What's good, people? This is your boy L.O.Dot, a.k.a. The Ad Man. If you like this show, then make sure you subscribe to Decoding 40 on IG, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok. Oh, some funny news. So, um, you guys know the Shade Room? Yeah. My family actually made the Shade Room this week, which was (laughs) hilarious to me. So if you guys saw the Michael Jackson um, themed party, that was my Rogers side of my family. Oh, wow. I did see that. Did you go to that party? I did not. I was out of town. I think that was during the July 4th weekend. But I had saw the um, videos and the pictures like on Facebook. I was like, oh, that was cute. And a couple of days later, I'm like, oh, this is on the shade room. Hilarious. So kudos to them. I mean, it's a great idea. It's an amazing idea. I wish I was in town. Shimon. Shimon, indeed. Moving on. Last week, Alaric and I went out for a bit. Went to go check out Voodoo Phase art. What would you call it? Collection? Uh, part of his collection? Display? I just, yeah, was it? I mean, to me, it was just a few people sitting around tables. Art, That's kind art of... adorned us. It's just 
that's kind of how it felt. We were chilling, chilling in, the, in the backyard, yeah. having good cocktails. Exactly. Just to go be supportive of the brother. And from there, we went to Sony Hall to go check out Love is Love, the dance um, showcase, which I got to tell you, every time, this is the second time I've gone, it is a constant reminder how old I am. Because if I would have tried even half of those moves, I would still be in pain. Yeah, for sure. My, my it's going to be a no for me, dog. Aching. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, just... these are some talented young people, and uh, it, it was really great. Um, did you see the battle at intermission? I did. stepped away. You did yeah, see it? That's when, that's when I went to the bathroom. Okay. Bro, you missed the dude. Okay, I got to describe this guy. He looks, his name is probably Tom. He's probably about 43. He's probably uh, some kind of banker and plays golf on Saturdays with Chad and Brian. And he decided to get on stage and get into the oh. dance battle. Oh, boy. The Before I even get to how he was dancing, the the dancer that was standing next to me who didn't get on stage kept saying, get the fuck out of here. You're wasting our time. <laughs> He's like, watch me. I used to be a break dancer before I went to college. Yeah. So anyway, the, the battle uh, ensues and um, it's really good. Everybody up there can dance really well. And then they get to Tom. Go Tom. Tom is Go doing Tom. the love boat two foot shuffle. What? And is wasting everybody's time. <laughs> wow. I was I was hoping that there was going to be a surprise to this story. No. Oh my god! It was like so horrible. It was like the did they boo I him? Don't know, the Ku Klux Klan electric slide. I don't know what it was. It was horrible. It it just bro. Like why did you get up there? And, and the reason why he got up there because he had too much to drink and he was feeling right. that mm-hmm. liquid coverage. But uh, yeah, it was it was horrible. Allegedly, you know what. You got to say this much. White folks know they can't dance. Some of them can. There, there are the, there are those, you know, um, exceptions to the rule, but they don't give a fuck. They're free. We start to think about, oh, I don't know, I'm going to make, make a fool of myself. They know they're making a fool of themselves. That's why dude's like, you know what? I can do that too. Yeah. and Because in his mind, he thought he could do it. But his mm-hmm. body was like, nigga, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't even think in his mind he thought he could do it. I thought he just was like, I want to do it, so I'm going to do it. Yeah, and, and that's that a different is, kind of age. That's that privilege. Yeah, not like, gonna tell me that I can't dance. And God, I'm give a damn about this space. A that you thousand people, right? That's go, Tom. That's go Tom. Yeah, right. And 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 people did gas him up, and then that dancer once again was like, "Y'all need to shut the fuck off and stop gassing him." <laughs> this guy has very strong commentary about Tom. I guess so. So uh, after that, uh, let's see. Um, Alec, you'll enjoy this. I decided to listen to Questlove Supreme's podcast the other day. I was disappointed by the production of of this show, but uh, he had um, Angie Martinez on the show as a guest. Okay, yeah, yeah. Did you listen to that episode? Yeah, I did. My only, well, it's not my only critique, but one of my main critiques: there are way too many commercials in this show. Yeah, there's a lot, and sometimes they'll just cut off in the middle of a conversation and won't go back to the previous conversation. They'll start a new conversation. What platform are you listening to? Because I think that makes a difference. No, don't say that. I think so. I'm I'm on uh, Apple. I think I was listening to it on Apple Podcasts. It makes a difference. If you listen to it on Google Podcasts, where they put the commercials is different. Like when I listen to Drink Champs, they'll do the same thing just right in the middle of whatever doesn't matter i guess it's the whatever minute mark they decide they're going to put the commercial in. yeah that's when they when it goes in cuz i think it's automated i don't think it's oh i'm I sure i think it's like an engineer is 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 uh deciding when it's going to be placed. they should consider that there's got to be a better way to do that yeah cuz it it just makes a horrible for a horrible experience cuz you're listening to it they say something and you're like okay commercial and then they come back completely different part of the conversation mm it's like, oh, you got to be kidding me. But I did enjoy it because Angie did, or someone reminded her of the beef between Jay-Z and R. Kelly when they had the Best of Both Worlds oh, yeah. tour. 
Mm. And I was living in Nashville at the time. So I didn't really understand the full scope of what had happened. So do you guys remember what happened at Madison Square Garden? My ex-girlfriend was on R. Kelly's team. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I would love to hear her take on this. So, Vin, did you, do you remember what happened? Uh, uh, again, I, apparently, what happened was, I guess it it it, it started with egos, like him going first, and him, you know, uh, either Jay going first, and then they were supposed to kind of split up who went first and who went last, and all this other shit, and who opened and all that other stuff. But what happened at Madison Square Garden was, R. Kelly alleges that one of L, uh, one of uh, Jay-Z's boys or goons was flashing a gun at him or some shit like that. Yeah. And then, you know, I, I don't know. And then somebody got sprayed with mace and some he other did. shit happened. Yeah. yeah. So the story goes, apparently there were issues. Um, I think before they were in New York, there was issues in Chicago, at the Chicago show and a few other uh, stops on the tour. So in, while he's performing, he says that he sees someone move their jacket to the side so he can see their waist. And he sees a gun in the crowd. Mm-hmm. And then he's get he gets nervous and he's like, wow, uh, he gets off stage and he says something to the crowd, you know, but then he just gets off stage when he's ready to come back on stage. Tata allegedly <laughs> maces him in the face and so he really has to leave. So now, but he says that he tells everybody that, you know, he would love to perform, but people are threatening him with guns and uh, he's got to go. And I think he says somebody sprayed, just, somebody just sprayed me in my eyes, man. And I got to go. So they take him to the hospital. Jay-Z is getting changed. He has no idea what's happening on stage. He said that what he was doing was just listening for the uh, musical prompts. So when the music stopped and he's getting dressed, he's like, what happened? Is he switching up the show or what's going on? So finally the word gets to him that uh, R. Kelly left the show. So he gets on stage after like a long, I think almost an hour intermission. During that intermission, they are burning CDs to get the tracks of artists who are in the audience. So they can come on stage and perform for the rest of the night. So he had already had Mary coming up for a few songs, but Usher winds up performing um, I forgot who else he said. Uh, ja Rule. Ja Rule is everywhere. Like, if there's a, a, a notable flashpoint in our history or culture, Ja Rule. Let's get Ja on the phone. We want to hear from Ja. So, anyway, the show goes off. Everybody loves the show, apparently. But then Jay calls Hot 97 and says, I want to do an interview with Ange. Angie's at the show. And it's not her uh, time slot. So... She she said she had uh, parked her car. She was waiting to get her car. She gets a call, says Jay wants to do a show with you now or in the next few minutes. So this is New York. This was a real New York story. So she's like, I guess, towards the middle or back of the line. And she starts to tell people, hey, do you mind if I skip? I got to do an interview with Jay-Z at Hot 97. She <laughs> says everybody in the line was like, yo, Edge got to get a car. <laughs> <laughs> So they let her go first. She gets a car. She races the hot, uh, hot 97, does the interview. Jay-Z is wow in his commentary on uh, R. Kelly, calling him this guy. And I think somebody at one point says uh, R. Kelly was at the hospital. Jay goes, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just funny. Um, but it was just a... I had to go back and listen to the interview because I, I so I stopped uh, Questlove and I went to go listen to this uh, interview with Jay. Then she talks to R. Kelly. R. Kelly comes up the same night after leaving yeah, the hospital. That's right. And his conversation is wow. And it sounds like the prelude to his conversation with Gail King. Yeah. Which would what? 20, 30 years later. So just he as an individual is a bizarre. I don't know how to hog tie. Yeah, right. But uh yeah, man, it a wild time I was I was very happy to get that context because like I said, I was in Nashville. I had no idea what was the true beef because I heard it was basically about egos and R. Kelly didn't want to work found out that he didn't want to work with Jay and Jay was like, I'm tired of this guy, but I had none of that backstory whatsoever. But what's I, crazy I is have, that you I, don't even hear that album anymore. 
No, well, that's because I'm Kelly. Kelly yeah. But, but still, I don't doubt for a second that there was somebody in the audience flashing a gun at him, mm-hmm. and it was probably somebody's dad. <laughs> it was probably somebody's dad. Stay away saying, from my fucking twelve year old bitch. Uh, as soon as you, as soon as you get on that, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Yeah. But he said he saw somebody. This is when the story kind of went crazy to me. He said he saw somebody also in the upper uh, part of the uh, stadium of the arena. They were also flashing a gun in the upper part of the arena. Yeah, yeah. you saw up there. Right, that's what I was like. <laughs> All in right, a dark bro. crowd. You saw a fucking right. gun. Right. Yeah. Fuck out of here. All right. The light right. must have shined directly, and uh, at it the was chrome. Point. Yeah. <laughs> nigga, that was nothing but a Star Tech. Nigga, that wasn't a fucking gun. It was a Star Tech cell phone. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think he was paranoid at that point. Matter of fact, Angie said, "Do you think you're paranoid?" He's like, "Yes." <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yes, I am so, paranoid. So, from what what um, my ex used to tell me, like his staff really wasn't allowed to communicate outside of their departments with each other. Like hair or or his groomer didn't really talk to styling. Styling didn't really talk to that. There, there was someone who coordinated it all, and I don't know why it was set up like that. Maybe his paranoia, maybe, I don't know. That's it's easier to hide whatever it is that you're doing. When yeah, that's how you figure out who's the mole. Start, mm-hmm. Yeah. Start planning but information. It was weird. It was weird. He had his organization run like a fucking bank. Like the, the fucking teller don't know what the CEO doing. A CEO don't know right. what the teller's doing. It's just some bullshit. Yeah. But so, yeah, she went from assistant on that tour to, I, I think she was working with him. He had done a tour after that. After that tour broke up, he mm-hmm. did his own, I guess, and she worked on that one. Well, thank yeah. God she wasn't about a part of finding R. Kelly. What is, right. what is that shit called? No, she no, was, she, was, she was way too old. She was like 30. <laughs> what am I doing with that old pussy? <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, was like, I'm going to the McDonald's. Pick me up some girls. And um, the last thing I had on my check, and I'm going to save it for another day, but I'll, I'll give you guys it's teaser to think about my question is are hol- are we done with holidays really like nobody's really celebrating holidays anymore we kind of like are getting together a little bit less july 4th this year was a bus there were no fireworks as far as i was concerned especially if you count uh or you put that against what happened in 2020 yeah i so, mean i've just been like the holidays are another day at this point I've been done with holidays, but y'all know that already. <laughs> well, I, I think I think that it because because of the advent of of so many social media media touch points with social media, everything else, these holidays have just become a way to sell things mm. more they than feel, ever. It's always been fast. that way, but like right now, like every time you turn around, every holiday, it's like they That's have the new. Huh? That's not new. I'm not saying it's new. I'm saying it's worse than it was before. I think because there's so many more devices for us to constantly look at for to be reminded of it's Amazon fucking whatever the fuck or it's this that or it's this sale or whatever. We're getting emails and text messages and TikTok commercials and Instagram commercials. So I think the focus is more on how much money I can save on these jeans I've been looking at than <laughs> any fucking holiday that's happening. Or the supplies I've been saving up Yeah, for. it's like the, yeah. the holidays are associated with breaks on price price breaks on things now more than what they used to be, I think. You know, it's just... Yeah, yeah but I think when you think about the 4th of July, I think when we were growing up, it was about the fireworks. We It was about Independence Day. That's before we actually knew the true history behind our independence and the rest of the country's independ- independence. Like they gained their independence from England, but enslaved a bunch of other people. I think that's changed people's perspective on that holiday. I got to tell you what prompted me to think about this. So Juneteenth, we celebrated that a couple of weeks ago. Which we didn't ask for. Go ahead. Right. But I don't even know how to celebrate Juneteenth. (laughs) Because it wasn't, it wasn't (laughs) a thing. What are we doing? It was a thing in Texas. (laughs) It was a thing down south. Like, there would be, like, barbecues and whatnot. But it wasn't, like, it was just a Sunday or Saturday to have a barbecue. It wasn't like we had to do some commemorative celebration. It's another holiday. It's the bridge between Memorial and July 4th sales. 
we have another day to have another fucking sale. Retail it is. Like, yep, let's do it. Let's commercial. What? You mean you mean there's another day that we can sell more shit to black people and they'll buy it on Juneteenth? Why the fuck not? Mm. You yep. saw when 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 the holiday I remember how when the holiday first broke and they decided to make it a federal holiday, all of these Walmarts and and whoever the fuck, Walmart in particular came out with the Juneteenth ice cream and and it was red velvet ice cream with some other shit. Like so they mm. they, they 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 like they got some black folks together and said, What do you guys like in your ice cream? You know what I mean? Oh, and you thought they got black folks together? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> they listen. They got, they, together, they got no, they, together and say, "What do they like?" Right. Listen. If they could have put fried chicken in that ice cream, they would have. We got a fried chicken ice cream. Look, <laughs> fried chicken and watermelon ice cream. Black folks don't support that shit. <laughs> oh my god! No, they no. You're right. They didn't get anybody. They asked the fucking workers at the at the local Walmart. What do you guys like to eat? Chicken. If you don't get that camera out my fucking face, <laughs> <laughs> testy, aren't we? Move. All right. Uh, that's the end of my check. And this is Leon, and I'm done speaking. Put me on mute. Merch drop. What's up, y'all? We need y'all to support this podcast. Pick yourself up a t shirt, pick yourself up a hoodie. They're soft, they're poly tri blend, luxurious, warm, they're furry on the inside. They're really plush. You can sleep in them. Your wife can sleep in it. Your daughter can steal it. And she can sleep in it. Go over to decoding40pod.com and get yourself a t-shirt, hoodie, whatever you like. Decoding40pod.com So we are recording this show on, what's today's date? July 17th. So if anything that we say that counter dicks, is that the word? No, counter Counter dicks. Pause. Counter dick, like that sounds like <laughs> counter dicks. Well, ca- counter dick sounds like there's a dick on the counter or something. I don't know what the fuck that is. Like, what the fuck is oh, that? Oh, shout out to the trans community that listens. Um, <laughs> what? I don't know. This they, guy's tired. Let it go. Dicks I, on the counter. I was thinking of <laughs> sex in the, the kitchen with your wife. That's counter dicks. <laughs> no, I was thinking count her dicks. Like, oh, how many count- dicks does she have? Oh, or they, depending on how your pronouns how are. Many, how many things do they have? Yes. Right. Oh, my God. You're inclusive, bro. All right. So for the last 48 to 72 hours, we have been sitting on the edge of our seats, worrying about a young black woman down in Hoover, Alabama, uh, trying to pin exactly uh, what happened to. And the young lady's name is Carlethia Nicole Russell. She went by the or she goes by the name of Carly. She was 25 years old and was the focus of a two-day search after she stopped to check on what appeared to be a child walking along the highway on a late Thursday evening. And then she vanished. And then, luckily, she reappeared. The details of that, as of now, a little bit hazy because either she was met at a hotel motel by police and her family or she made it back home by foot. And according to her boyfriend, uh, Tomar Latrell Simmons, I love how this article is giving their full government name. Mm-hmm. And I love that his name is Tomar. I've never heard that name before. She was literally fighting for her life for 48 hours. So until she's physically and mentally stable again, she is not able to give any updates or whereabouts on her kidnapper at this very moment. Is that when the ecstasy wears off? <laughs> and he said the kidnapper. Allegedly. me. It was someone who looked just like me, though. This is when the story starts to go crazy for me. So, um, well, the police are obviously saying that the goal now is to find out what happened in the 48 to 49 hours after she disappeared a mile from her house and then ended up back at the house. Um, They are trying to fill in those gaps. Where's the baby? There's so many questions. That is one of the questions that easily comes to mind. Um, We joked about it earlier. This reminds us of the joke Chappelle I had I think it was killing me softly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where he saw a baby <laughs> out late, <laughs> selling weed, selling weed, trying to trying to raise money for his family, for his kids. Apparently, the baby is a truck driver, caught a flat. Baby, this story has so many avenues and paths and lanes to go down feel free guys to jump in where, where i mean where would is, you like to land in starting this this is a goddamn netflix series right it here. is waiting to happen the mystery of the baby on the highway yes but here's Carly a, and the baby 
That's the title. <laughs> Carly. And a this is, here's Carly what makes you suspicious, Carly. This is where you fucked up. Mm. Why is your Apple Watch in the car? Why would you take off your Apple Watch before going to check? Well, here's the thing. Maybe. If we are going with the story of the abductor, yeah. the abductor is probably going to make her take off any tracking devices. Right. But, but why wouldn't you throw it down where her phone is? Maybe you threw it back in the car. But they weren't next to her car. Maybe he walked back to her car. To, get to throw something. it in the car? Mm-mm. Now you no, get fishy. Maybe he wanted to see what was in the car. Maybe the baby is the abductor. <laughs> so made her take off her stuff, threw it in the car. Said The baby was me. like, wah, give me a watch, bitch. <laughs> wah, give me a phone. Ain't nobody <laughs> tracking you. Like, Where we going? Do you think it was like baby fencer? He was just wearing a diaper. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking Wayne's had a movie about this. There's the baby boss. There's 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 documented evidence that babies can be little uh people and run things. So Okay. I don't know. I'm I'm just Well, she apparently was on the phone with somebody when she found the baby and screamed. I think it was a So that's when the baby I mean her brother's gr- girlfriend. That's yeah. when she saw the ba- she probably saw the baby walking from the back and she screamed when the baby turned around and the baby had a full grown fucking Rick Ross beard. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it wasn't a baby at all. Maybe right. it was a tatted baby. Here's the other thing that threw me. Did you guys see the uh, highway footage? No, I, I didn't. didn't. But Did I could you make I anything know. from that. No, absolutely. Not. OK. And then when somebody posted a picture of like it like blown up and I'm like, that looks like a uh, fucking Petri dish. I don't know what that is. That looks uh, like Amoeba. What, right. what are you showing me? Yeah, I love people on the internet. They were like, I've been able to highlight the uh, important parts of the video. And what did we see? There, You don't see her get out the car. Or at least I didn't no. see her get out the car. You don't see anybody walking on the side of the highway. You don't see another car pull up behind her. What were we supposed to get from that video? I, there was I no saw baby. nothing. I don't know. Maybe they can enhance it, but they're gonna need the FBI. I mean, Reddit was, was baby wearing a Harry Potter cloak or some shit like the motherfucker <laughs> be seen. Like what happened? Maybe you don't. See maybe she could only see the baby. Video. Yeah, wow. that's the other, my wife did suggest maybe she's having some mental health. That's issues. what I actually. That's where I had kind of landed in terms of yeah. concluding because it just is weird that you would see a baby walking on the highway you you're the only one that saw this baby walking on the highway because mm. a lot of cars went by that's what i'm saying that's and what I'm by saying. now somebody else would have said oh i saw a baby too right but nobody saw the baby and then who is someone the said that the kidnapper or kidnappers had changed their mind because so much press had yeah. sort of landed on this story and that's why they let her go. I don't know. Mm, kidnappers. Well, if, do you that. Were, if, you trafficking, if you were a trafficker, if you were like a sex trafficker, right? Like I'm I'm going to abduct you and put you in the trade. This is probably not a good candidate anymore. I they mean, use the baby as bait. That's what I'm saying. Like how often are you seeing a baby walk on the highway? Like this obviously is not the first time they've done this. Right. <laughs> Oh, that baby thing, that's over. They can't do that anymore. <laughs> they were like, hold up. They were going to in the door. They can't do the baby thing anymore. They was on two way radios, like, here she comes. Release the baby. Roger that. Baby on the way. So now the baby's back at the, the hideout smoking cigarettes because he's been pink slipped. Yeah. His job is done. Yeah. He has Y'all no more work. Y'all done fucked that up. <laughs> God damn, what the fuck am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to sit here and count this money? <laughs> I can't get paid no more. I can't get Jig paid no more. I mean, I'm glad she's I'm home safe. I'm hearing more because this is fascinating because either this was like a really diabolical plan of how to like steal women off of the streets or she's might be a little, you know, she might have a me- mental health crisis or this could have been a runaway bride situation where she was trying to escape her life. I mean, crazier things have happened. Yeah. And oh, all, I, of her, all of the stuff that would have been traceable mm-hmm. was left behind. I think your third theory might have some legs to it. Now mm. really she realized that the, the story had gotten too hot and she would not be able to travel the way she had hoped. Right. Was, was she trying to run away from what was his name? Latrell? Thomar. Like, Tomar. 
Tomar. Tomar. Th- th- Tomar with a T-H. Yeah. Oh, right. So, yeah, Tomar. She probably thought about, I can't marry a dude named Tomar. <laughs> yeah, I got to get away from this. <laughs> <laughs> and and right. I mean, we've seen cases where people have, have, have created their own abduction scenarios. Right. Yes. And put it on video. It was that chick in the Bronx? Yes. A few years ago. Uh-huh. Who but was my thing was, she was gone for 48 hours, and the best you can come up with is you saw a baby on the highway? Well, that wasn't... That was, you you have was to go big out. with the lie. Right. It was a baby. Assuming it's a lie. Timberlands. If, it, if it is a lie, if it turns out that it is a lie, it is the most absurd, incredible story that would capture people's imagination, at least would be a distraction right, to help you get away. But there's no one who heard that story initially who was thinking, if I was driving on the interstate and I caught a glimpse of a baby walking along the interstate, you're going to stop, right? And now the scary part is, if that is how the abductors get you, they don't want me. Right. So it's no more puppy dogs, it's babies. Yeah. Right. I'm too old. I, I can't be sex traded anymore. Oh, Unless you're in Lisbon. <laughs> Hold on. Unless you're in Lisbon and you've had too many beers, you might end up on a fucking creek. That's just for my organs. I mean, oh, okay. No, they'll have you working in a lithium mine. Big <laughs> fucking head. Dig. How do you guys feel about, do you think she owes the public an explanation? Yeah. Well, I mean... I mean, really? No, but we want one. Well, she may not because if she don't want to find herself in a a, a, a Jesse Smollett situation. Right. Where, we need you know to what I mean? You lie, that. you make up a story, and look what happened to dude. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, Juicy Smouye. Yeah, I don't, I don't, unless it's found out that she um, is guilty of some sort of uh, fraud, then I don't think she owes us an explanation. It would be nice. You're right. Um, right. But I think any information really any questions should be directed at the police department and have the police answer those questions. Cause she's not right. obligated to tell us anything was going on with her. You're right. You're right. Yeah. It, it should be the police's responsibility to report back. Yeah. What actually happened. We found the baby. <laughs> <laughs> He's guilty. The baby was found at babies are us in line. <laughs> by uh, uh, that's hilarious. All right. Well, Again, I'm glad she's back with her family. However, the uh, the details of this story unfold, we will be here to bring it to you live from Decoding Forty. Yeah. No matter what the outcome is, I as long as she gets the help, she's getting she's going to get the help she needs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and right. the baby too. Yeah. Either way. Either way. Either way. No matter what. Put my beat up in the headphones. Uh huh. Yeah. So, uh, once again, Billboard has decided to stick its ridiculous nose into hip-hop business where it does not belong. Um, but since this is the hip-hop's 50th anniversary this year, uh, next month, as a matter of fact, is the official month, they have decided to categorize the 50 greatest rap groups of all time. Before I get to the top 10, I just want to deal with the bottom 50. I'm sorry, the bottom 10. MOP comes in at 50 disrespectful black star 49 wow city girls 48 so right here yeah i do have a problem with that black (laughs) why are they even on the list after mop comes after city girls 47 ray schmurder ray schmurder schmurder is that a group Yeah. yeah i have no idea you know that they had that. I've no heard of them. I thought it was a zone. person. No flag zone. I thought that was a person, a rapper a group. named Ray Schmurder. I know it was a group. Yeah. Old ears. Yin Yang Twins, 46. Mm. Pete Rock and CL Smooth, 45. Wow. Mm. Disrespectful. Criss Cross, 44. Mm. Kid and Play, 43. Heavy D and the Boys, 42. Wow, I'm mad at that. Little Brother makes it at 41. Yes. Who was Little Brother? That that one song? No. Yeah. I mean, they had an album, but yeah, they were out 
uh, Knife Wonder um, producer. Oh, okay. Fontaine Big Pool. And at 40, Onyx. What say you on those last 10 groups? I mean, I think look, Onyx I, needs to be bumped up like 20 spaces. You won't see. You got to look at who's in those other spaces. Probably some garbage motherfuckers. <laughs> Based on billboards or Rolling Stone, whoever the fuck, you know, when these, when these, uh, outlets decide to do a, a top 50 or top 10 it's usually some bullshit in the middle and and i'm See, pretty I, sure onyx can take the place of somebody in the 20s I, I i always i find some of the placements questionable but not too many of these these groups i'm going to argue should not be on the list right maybe city girls as because no. uh, we're talking about the greatest of all time so i, I don't think you're quite there yet city yes yeah. i'm not going to say you're never going to get there because you may have a real impact on this generation of hip hop, but now, currently you are not there. Are the city group? Are the city group? The city girls? Are they? Um, are they like? I don't want. I'm not. I'm saying this figuratively. Are they in bed with with um, Ti? Any any of those people? Or are they are a group by themselves? Like I don't that's even know. Aware, okay. All right. See, that's why. Again, I, I don't even. What, what what's name a city girl song? No. I cannot. I don't. Oh, uh, is it, um, did they do Hot Girl Summer? Yeah, that's them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. I think. Don't give me a line. Somebody's gonna call me and be like, "You have no idea what you're talking about." <laughs> yeah. You don't know the City Girls Jam. <laughs> I have no idea what. So I could not. If you help knife to my neck, I couldn't tell you. What are the? See, my, my heard thing of is. My yeah, of course I've heard of them. I, I think what it is is what 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 we always get to. And we have to ask the question is who, what are the metrics that decide this shit? Like, are they, are they going strictly on popularity? Are they, is it something they release and they do some sort of uh, poll? Is it on album sales? Is it on, is it on money generated from concerts? Like what is the fucking well, metrics? I will, that they I, use? I will answer that question for you, sir. Sales. I will oh, answer okay. that question for you, sir. In determining these rankings, the billboard editorial team, again, took the following criteria into account, not in any specific order. Body of work achievements, that includes charted singles, albums, gold, platinum certifications, other awards, cultural impact or influence, how the group's work fostered the, the genre's uh, evolution, longevity, years at the mic, lyrics, storytelling skills, flow, vocal prowess. Our definition of groups includes duos, proper groups and more nebulous collectives most notably inclusion on this list is based on the accomplishments of the group as a unit not what the individuals may have separately accomplished we tried to walk the line between what constitutes a group versus a collective or a crew though at times that was not entirely clear which begs the question for me is method man and red man on this list as a group well they they were a group, as a group. They did at least. I know. That's what I'm asking. Are yeah. they, are they on this list? I'm going through the list right oh, now. Oh, oh! I thought you. I thought you said they are on the list. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, you know those those metrics that they're using are respectable, and they definitely are more in tune with the culture, obviously, than 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 fucking Rolling Stone magazine. Because what that list that they put out was they don't Rolling Stone don't care about hip hop. Shit. They don't care about hip hop. They just do that shit together. That you know what that was? That was some intern's job. He put that shit in the. <laughs> he put. He he asked ChatGBT, uh, give me 50 fucking greatest hip hop groups. And they just spit out a list. And the nigga's like, I'm going to go with this. He handed that shit in last minute or she, whoever it was. Yeah. I, 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 the only one I questioned that you named was City Girls being on that list. Yeah. Yeah. So let's give them 51. City Girls is on this list and Method Man and Red Man are not on this list as a group. Where is EPMD on this list? I'm curious. I just passed them. I think they're in the twenties. When you do lists like this, they're obviously not in chronological order as far as when they when they came out, their um what they've done for the culture and all that. That's not I don't like I, how can you consider that and not have the older groups from the eighties, nineties, and two thousands, let's say, on the top of the list because they especially if they're Music or their styles automatically be on the top of the list because while uh, Eric Eric B and Rakim changed the way people rapped 
Rakim did. Nas changed the way people rapped. Like, but everybody doesn't have that sort of impact. Maybe people made a great body of work, but didn't shift anything. But like the next generation may have shift something. So I don't think, yeah, I don't think only be, only because you're the older rapper, you should be at the top of the list. But we we definitely know that Rakim is is a hip hop god. Yes, he is the god MC, and and everybody who came before him or after him, you know, well after him especially, there wouldn't be ninety nine percent of these dudes out there who say something if there wasn't a Rakim. Right. I, I think I think I heard somebody say that that was the point when we went from from rapping to rhyming. So um, PMD is twenty six. And I'm going to restate, I don't see how City Girls are on here and Redman and Method Man are not as a group. I don't know. I think because when you, you think of, you, you're, you're right, they should be in the group, but I think it has to do with the fact that Redman was always known for a solo as a, before he was known with, with uh, Method, he was a solo artist. Method was with the Wu-Tang and then became a solo artist. So it's like, I don't know if they, they, they right, looked at that. Right, but even by their own um, rationale, they said yeah, they should taking be, he in should consideration. Mm-hmm. Collaborations and all that. Right, and collaborations, what a group might be. So once again, I hate these lists. I think we should start talking about the greatest uh, country uh, musicians of all time and rip those lists apart. I it could, I mean. I what do you mean Garth Brooks is not number one? Charlie Pride. Uh, right, Taylor. exactly. I, and I pretty much stopped there. Garth Brooks, <laughs> I know that. There's a, a, a great video Johnny that's Cash. circulating now where uh, a young woman who, I guess, researches this is breaking down how Black people basically provided all of the framework for country music, even to the point taught some of the best-known artists how to play, mm-hmm. gave them lyrics to sing. Like, this... They were basically ghostwriters mm-hmm. for the entire genre. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't doubt so, it. Because you think you know, we, we should actually make our own list that the top ten greatest country artists of all time <laughs> that stole everything. No, 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 no. no, no. Let's let's just make it the greatest list of all time. The top ten greatest country singers of all time. And then we can do the top ten greatest rock stars of all time. Mm-hmm the top 10 greatest rock bands of all time. But you know what? Honestly, I think we'd probably do a better job based on our knowledge of music than even these motherfuckers would. Because we probably know more about rock and roll than they do about hip-hop. I don't know anything about rock and roll, to be honest with you. But, I mean, not anything. I I know very little. I mean, it was invented by black folks. (laughs) Well, yeah. Yeah. Because, I I mean, while I might know a group name, I could not tell you members of that group. It don't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Right. They city but girls, saying, top 50. Come on. I'm not saying they could have made the top 100, but top 50. I don't know. I honestly don't know why they're on that list, to be honest. Because I, I feel like they don't have that kind of longevity. It's not even like they were out since the aughts. Right. You know what I mean? Like, there's no history there. Exactly. Maybe, or maybe they have, and I just didn't know. I don't know. I don't know. I feel City like girl been in these streets grinding yeah. forever. We've been grinding for like 10 years. You don't know nothing about nothing. You know Nan Nutter. Decoding 40. So with that said, we get to that uh, golden time of the hour where we take off our shoes and let our feet breathe and let you all know what we learned this week. So, gentlemen, what did you learn this week? I learned this week. Even if you see a ghost midget baby on the side of the interstate, <laughs> keep driving. I'm going to call 911 for you. Stay <laughs> At 60 miles an hour. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Is that a baby? <laughs> um, Somebody may get that baby. <laughs> God, damn, God damn, was that a fucking baby? <laughs> This is Alabama. God yeah, damn, this story has literally baby. killed it for babies who are now who will be walking on the uh, highway. Yeah. yeah. No one's going to pick them up. <laughs> I'm just minding my business being a baby. <laughs> Fuck you it's fucking hurt. with me for. It's really hurting the wandering the interstate baby. <laughs> yeah, the wandering babies. <laughs> they are fucking oh, hurting. man, the whole contingency is lost now. Jeez. Yo, we need to make a t-shirt, L. I'm a wandering baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, didn't nobody was going to want to touch you. What'd you learn, Vin? I learned that having a cast in the summertime is not fun. Mm-hmm. 
And I really, really can't wait to get this thing off. And I thank, uh, I, I thank God that it's not itchy. It hasn't really been bothering me, but I really want to get this fucking thing off my foot. And I hope that the next time I go to the doctor, it's removed and I can go on with my life. I learned that, um, Kuba, I don't care what you hear in the background. I will be keeping this fan on because I am sweating <laughs> like a slave walking on a highway, holding hands with a baby at 11 o'clock at night. Going to a Juneteenth celebration. <laughs> Going to a Juneteenth celebration. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, oh, man. as always, uh, thank you guys for tuning in and listening. We ask that you continue to spread the word and across every uh, state, every country, uh, we have actually hit just about all of them. So we just need to keep spreading the word. If you have not liked uh, or subscribed to this podcast, please do so right now, right now, right now. And remember, if you want to get in touch with us, it's 619-940-4040. If you want to send us an email, it's decoding40 at Gmail. If you want to check us out on Instagram or any of the other platforms, it's decoding 40 and uh missing one thing oh if you want to buy some merch remember it's always merch mondays or tuesdays or wednesdays or thursday or friday at decoding40pod.com see you next week peace 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 thank you for listening to decoding 40 tune in this and every friday via your favorite platform for a new episode of decoding 40 go to www.decoding40.com Make sure you sign up so you can keep following us. But don't keep it to yourself. Spread the word. Thank you for listening to Code and 40, goddammit.